everyone and welcome to another episode of the Unleashed podcast with Chelsea Emma. I am your host Chelsea Emma and it is a absolute pleasure to have you here with us today. Thank you to everybody who tunes in every week. I really appreciate it. I see you and I would always love to hear from you if you ever have anything to say. Feel free to send me a message, feel free to email me. I'm here and open to talk. So this episode is one where I, whew, I had to really think about it. I was like, am I going to really do an episode about this? But you know, I would really like to emphasize mental health this week. Um, this week, this month of August, I am focused on health and well-being. As people, um, everyone, this applies to everyone, not just women, but with a focus on women. So yeah, I thought, all right, let's do it. Let's share this. And it's, um, it's going to be interesting because I don't rehearse these. I just kind of talk and that's what is going to happen. So this podcast episode is about mental health and specifically about how picking yourself up is a practice. And I will also talk about my experience when I was at the lowest of my lows, lowest low point. So it is a bit of a content warning um, for depression and suicide. So yeah, <laughs> without further ado, let's get started. So the main point I want to talk about today is that picking yourself up is a practice, right? So when we when we bring ourselves out of our low feelings we always all of us will always go into those low states of being that's just part of the human experience right it's a bit of a graph it goes up and down and up and down and up and down and we every time we bring ourselves out of those low feelings it gets easier to do it again and again next time because every time you do it which is a huge accomplishment by the way you learn these skills and practices to bring into your life next time you're in that low point so when you're in that, that dark place and knowing yourself, being aware that you're even in that place in the first place is a good place to start. And then knowing what you did last time to bring yourself out of it. And it could be something as small as, you know, I, I just started exercising a little bit more or I realized that I was eating really shitty food so I decided to not eat really shitty food. And then I just slowly, bit by bit, decided, but just started feeling better. And things just started to get better after that. So whatever you decide to do, every single time you make those decisions, and you would have seen, um, if you would have seen my, my post on social media about the space between stimulus and response, you'll know that there's a space for you to take action and learn from those actions that you take. So that's a really important part to consider where your actions are coming from and what they're leading to and how they can help you in the future next time. And what I, what I really like to compare this to is it's like a yoga practice, right? So when you start yoga and if anyone has, has just tried to just pick up yoga on the first go and been like, I cannot do what she's doing, then you'll know that every time you do it and you, and you keep going, you get more flexible and you get stronger. And so picking yourself up after you get those low feelings is a lot like that. You're strengthening that muscle, you're strengthening those, those neurons and those connections and also strengthening your body and teaching it how to do something over and over again, right? And when we have learned to do this through 
you know, like a yoga practice. It is also through mental practice. Then we'll actually be able to catch ourselves when we're in a feeling that is familiar and we've been there before, before we head into thinking about what that means or what that means for your life or what that means for yourself, you're able to be like, hang on a second, I know this feeling and I'm not going to fall into this again. Or, oh shit, I've fallen into it again and I'm going to pick myself back up again because I know myself now. And that's where knowing yourself comes in really, really handy. So picking yourself is a, up is a practice, right? Every time you do it, it will get easier. And now I want to talk about my story, right? So when I was 17, I was, I had depression from when I was about 15. And I mean, I'd say about because it's not something that was really talked about or diagnosed or seen. It was just, uh, I was kind of viewed as a moody teenager. And I look back at it now and I was really, really fucking depressed something really horrible happened in my family when I was 15 and it it sent me into this spiral and every day was really hard every time I I cracked a smile or, or I laughed I just wanted to burst into tears I wanted to cry and every day I'd wake up and it would just be really disappointing because I'd rather have just not woken up and it caused me to miss a lot of school it caused me to not try at school and it caused me to um, go through periods of self-harm. And if you have met me in person or you do in the future, know that there are scars on my arm. And these scars tell a story of a girl who was really, really struggling. So yeah, I haven't really told this story before, so just go with it. Sometimes I, I like to mask my um, emotions with a bit of humor and smiles and laughter. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, so when I was 17, I was feeling at my absolute lowest. I was feeling alone. I was feeling like I had nobody, that no one cared about me, that nothing or everything that I was doing was worth nothing or was for nothing. And, and I felt a lot of feelings of what's the point? who cares? Who gives a shit? And I know now that I was reaching out in different ways to see if anyone gave a shit. And I also know now I was reaching out to the wrong people to find out if anyone gave a shit. So I got to a point where I decided I would rather die than live. And I took actions to move towards that. And it was after a really rough couple of weeks in with my friends at school and I did not feel supported at all by my family so I made the decision to find as many pills as I could in our house and as much alcohol as I could in our house and I took all of them and I, I just kept swallowing things until I was like yep that should be enough and I lay down and I was ready to just die and I, and I I fell asleep and then I woke up I don't know how long later but I woke up and I fucking puked I puked out the window and then I went to the bathroom and I puked and then I took two days off school I stayed at home and I was puking and feeling sick and because of the behavior that I had been exhibiting around being like you know a moody teenager 
it was just seen as another excuse to get off of school, so it wasn't taken seriously, and no one knew that I had done that. And I would say that, you know, despite everything that was going on in my life, I would say that was my lowest because it's when I felt most alone. <clears throat> it's when I felt like I had absolutely nobody, and I would not wish that on anybody. I really wouldn't wish that feeling on anyone. <coughs> Excuse me. I wouldn't. It's a horrible place to be. It sucks. And to feel alone is, is one of the worst feelings in the world because we're social species, right? If we feel alone, that is one of the worst feelings. And I think that's definitely been a huge thing in terms of like COVID and stuff and how we've all been isolated from each other. We don't like to be alone. And I definitely didn't. So yeah, I tried to, I tried to kill myself. Um, and I did not die. And aren't we all glad? Hey, <laughs> we are glad. <clears throat> We're glad that I didn't die and life is great now. So what happened between me trying to kill myself and now? And this is where I want to really emphasize the fact that picking yourself up as a practice because when you have been at the lowest of of your possible lows and you have tried to take your own life and you and you don't right you, and then you you move forward you've then learned what it takes to move forward you've learned that well i'm not saying you i'll talk for myself i learned that i need community i need people around me supporting me and I need to be heard and I need to be valued and if I don't have these needs met then I can sink down into lower spaces so you know that's probably one of the first things I assess now if I'm feeling like I'm at a low I'm like hang on a second you know what's what's going on for me socially right I'm a very social person I'm definitely an extrovert <laughs> that's for sure and honestly this is the thing, right? I've I've gone through and that so that was t almost 10 years ago. Goodness. Wow. Time flies. Um so what happens when we go through these states and we pick ourselves up and we continue to move forward is we learn these skills and it gets easier every time. And I'm not saying that the next time I hit a low after my suicide attempt it was it was easy, but I didn't try to kill myself and I've never tried to kill myself again. So it's a practice, right? And I'm not saying as well, <laughs> there are some days when I would rather just be like accidentally hit by a bus than continue to live. And I have those thoughts still. If, if you relate to that at all, just know you're not alone. That, that's a thing. Um, and I don't think it's something we talk about enough, but it's normal. And if you don't have those thoughts frequently, then that's great also, that's brilliant. But when I have those days now, and I feel like I'd rather accidentally be hit by a bus, I remember what it takes to get me out of that. And what does it take for me? It takes eating well, while also balancing it out with a side of ice cream or lactose-free ice cream, as most of you know. Um, I would go for a run, I'd play some sports, and I'd hang out with people who love me and who I love. 
and who fulfill me and lift me up. And those are my antidotes. Those are my cures to feeling like I'd rather accidentally be hit by a bus. So knowing yourself is a huge, huge part and plays a huge, huge role in that journey. But every time we do it, we learn something new about ourselves and we lift ourselves back up again. So like the graph I referred to before, it goes down and then we come back up and then it goes down and then it comes back up. But you know those graphs are always going on an incline, right? It's like they go up and then they go down and then they go up and then they go down. But that second down is still higher than the first down. And this is how we just continually lift ourselves up. We raise ourselves up and it just gets easier. It does. And it's still not easy though. And this is why we need to support each other through this. And this is why we need to talk about it more. Because these lows that we get as humans are normal. And what we choose to do when we're in those lows will depend on the past lows that we've had and what we've learned about ourselves in those spaces. Imagine like a, you know when you learn a skill, right? And I'm, for example, if anyone saw my little random song that I put on my story the other day, I'm learning the piano. And every time I touch the piano, every time I put my fingers to the keys, the wiring in my brain gets strengthened, that pathway gets strengthened. So every time I do it, it can be quicker, quicker, quicker until it becomes that ingrained habit, like driving, for example, that I've been doing for 10 years. Don't even think about it now, right? It gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And so why do we not look at mental health in the same way? If we, if we go into this low state and we pick ourselves up out of it and we go over that hurdle, that is a strengthening of the connections in your brain, which is a beautiful thing. So picking yourself up is a practice. And if you haven't learned to get to know yourself enough for that yet, that's okay. And just know that Every time that you overcome that feeling of sadness and then you move into that space of happiness again, you've done something and then it's about pinpointing what you actually did to bring yourself out of it so you can keep that in mind for when you're in that next low state. So yes, I didn't want to spend too long on the details of that suicide attempt, but I think it's important to share that it happened. And especially because anyone who meets me now or comes across me now will be like, oh my God, she's like so positive, what the hell? <laughs> and just know that that's not always who I was. I had to go through a really fucking dark patch to get here. And I'm happy about that because it means that I'm here and I can share that experience and, and help you. If that's something that you're going through, that I'm here and I get it. And I've been there and I understand it and you're not alone. <laughs> so yeah, thank you so much for listening to that story. So thank you so much, everyone. I really appreciate your time and that you've, you've listened to that story. And I hope that uh, you can learn from that in some way where anything you go through now, you will be learning skills, you will be strengthening connections in your brain and remembering that what you choose to do in those moments and even in low moments or in other moments of your life will define the actions and habits that you've grown to 
into your, to take into your future and to do things with and all that fun stuff so yeah thank you so much for listening and remember if you have any questions or comments you can contact me on instagram and or through email or through the website i'm easy either way and if you're interested in joining our group coaching program which starts at the end of august then please get in touch and i will send you the information for that as well and be sure to sign up for our upcoming masterclasses and workshops and all that fun stuff and if you feel like you know someone who would benefit from being part of this free community always always send them through to me and i can have a chat with them and i love to have one-to-one chats with people in our community i just it's just gives me such joy so yeah thank you so much for listening have a beautiful rest of your day and be sure to stick around for our five breaths together so whatever you're doing wherever you are i want you to stop for a second we're going to take five deep breaths ready Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. one make it the biggest one breathe in breathe out thank you very much have a beautiful rest of your day